Let's talk about getting out of a creative rut and beating that burnout, y'all. You're listening to Inbox Besties, the only little guy approved podcast that gives you dangerously practical advice for turning internet randos into subscribers with benefits. You know, the kind that pop open their wallets and throw fistfuls of cash at you for your courses and, and coaching, not like that other stuff. Perf. Now let's get to it. Oh, welcome back, my inbox besties, besties. Kate Dolster here of katedolster.com, and it is my mission to eradicate this idea that nice people finish slash in business, in particular in 2022 and beyond, because the truth is that people love to spend money. I am willing to bet that you have recently purchased something on Amazon. Most of us have. Maybe you've gone to Target. So because we know that people love to buy things and they're going to do it anyways, why aren't we letting people buy from us? You know, people that care about their audience, who go the extra mile for their audience, who's not just going to treat them like numbers and upsell them to death until they hate us, right? So that is what the center of this podcast and everything that we're going to be creating going forward is. Don't worry, we are still totally going to be talking about email marketing because it is by far one of the most effective ways to communicate with your audience. But as you're going to hear about when we talk about beating burnout and getting out of a creative rut... The direction that we're taking the podcast is a general fun one to really support that mission of eradicating the idea that nice people finish last in 2022. So before we go any further, we talk about that. If you're like, Kate, I'm feeling pretty good. Don't get me wrong. I'm definitely going to listen to this episode. I'm glad that you are back. I'm going to give you a virtual high five by leaving a five-star rating. You don't even have to write anything. Just hit the five-star buttons over here on Apple Podcasts or on Spotify I just kind of really, really want to write some emails, then make sure you head on over to katedosser.com forward slash free training, where for a limited time, you can get access to our cookie training, how to write emails so good they lick the screen. Spoiler alert, you'll be able to sneak into love your list. And I know that a lot of people try to take this summer off, but I have to tell you that if you were looking for the most attention from me for the cheapest price ever, sneaking into love your list during the summer is probably it. Like, don't get me wrong, you can take off a week here and there, but because not a lot of people are going to do much until September, it means that I'm going to be able to spend more time on your copy. I'm going to be able to answer more of your questions. The listies that are in the group are going to be really dedicated. And we do a lot of sort of group activities, but I'm telling you guys, the summertime is the best time to get the most access to me in the course. So you go to katedoster.com forward slash free training for that. So as you guys know, we took kind of like a semi-hiatus from the podcast. We dropped it down in April and May to about every other week. And we made sure that we tossed in some interviews in there because we just had a lot of things going on behind the scenes. And I missed the podcast so much. And then I got COVID. And so things just kind of went off of the rocker. I still am a bit nasally sounding. So thanks for bearing with me for that. And so This episode is one that was partly inspired because I asked people on Instagram what they want to hear about, which we're going to talk about a little later, but it's partly because it's what I feel like doing because honestly, I mean, COVID was awful. Um, Not nearly as awful as, you know, people that had it, especially in 2020, I have to say none of us were hospitalized, but it was like the flu and allergies and a sinus infection had a demon baby. Um, that's what our version of COVID was like. And we had gotten vaccinated. So it was just like, oh my goodness, it would have been so much rougher if we hadn't, right? So anywho, 
before even COVID had happened. And maybe this might have even been like a prelude that it was coming. I just didn't realize that I just felt like really low energy, kind of down in the dumps as somebody who has ADHD, which we're going to have a podcast episode about that because the question got asked. It is really unfortunate, but it's very common for people with ADHD or even ADHD-like symptoms to kind of like ride this wave. It's by no means is it like man of depressive, but like we'll get like all in it, like all fires going. And then for like a week or so, the energy just plummets. And it's like, where is all that creativity? Where's all that spark that I had like a week ago? What's going on? So I want to let you know that that is a normal thing. And here are some things that you can do to pull yourself out of a rut, whether you're just like, oh, it's the summertime. I can't even, whether you're feeling burnt out because you've been trying so hard, but you haven't been getting the results that you wanted, or you're in an ADHD dip or slump. So I got... 13-ish things that you can try. One of them I consider a bonus tip, and I'm sure that more things are going to come up as we are chatting because I'm very passionate about dealing with burnout and about getting your creativity, your mojo back when it comes to creating content for your people. So the first thing is I need you to stop consuming content, which is ironic because you are you know, consuming content right now. But after this podcast, I need you to go on a podcast blog reading, YouTubing hiatus, okay? I need you to stop consuming, especially things in your actual industry. What ends up happening, at least I've noticed this for myself, is I get very into like the sort of like consumery sort of passiveness and I can't pull myself out of that energy. And the energy that I need to be in is creative. But if I'm consuming, 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 it's just way too much input. Another thing, and I made this a slash, it's not its own number, is to stop comparing. So if you are following people that you would consider your competitors or people that talk about the same topic that you talk about or like big name people in your industry, you got to either unfollow them or you need to put them on silent in your stream. Like just 100%, you've got to unsubscribe from them right now. Don't even, if you subscribe to their podcast, unsubscribe. You won't forget that there's a podcast there, right? I need you to essentially declare content bankruptcy. So we talked about this in New Year's when we declare inbox bankruptcy. So what content bankruptcy is, is all of those tabs that you have open on your phone, shut them, which I know everyone just audibly gasped and they almost died, but you can handle it. Shut all those tabs. You're never going to read that stuff. It's not happening. Podcasts, right after you're done listening to this one, all of the ones that are in your unlisten, mark them off as played and let them go. And you're like, oh, but I really wanted to listen to this. If you really wanted to listen to one, you would have done it already. Okay. So we're going to stop consuming. We're going to declare content bankruptcy we're just going to get rid of all the tabs. I know we're going to get rid of all the podcasts because trust me, if you needed it, you will find it again. And if you're like, oh, but there's something that I was thinking of buying and I just haven't decided yet. You already know you're not going to buy it or you would have bought it already. Okay. So you can close out that tab and I'm sure that they will get you with their Facebook ad anyways. Speaking of Facebook ads, number two, I want you to delete social media from your phone for at least 48 hours. I know this can be a hard one, especially like, but Kate, like I haven't created content from people in so long. Like, shouldn't you be telling me just like post things? I want you to take either a weekend. Honestly, it could be a Tuesday or a Wednesday. I feel like that's even better than the weekends, to be honest with you. Get off of Instagram, get off of Facebook. So don't go into your group. 
If you are somebody that has a group coaching program that say is on Facebook and you do need to show up there or you run a free group, let people know that you're going to be gone for two days. Okay. Hopefully you can have monitors or friends watch, especially if it's a big public group. Um, so that way no tomfoolery goes on there while you're not there. But if it's part of your paid community, everyone's usually pretty cool. So you don't have to worry about that. So we're getting rid of social. Y'all, this includes TikTok. This goes right up there with that stop consuming. I know that it is super fun, but I'm telling you, get off of the phone. It is just giving you too much influence. I will allow you to watch Netflix and I have something else for you to do for number three, but I'm telling you, get rid of them. Even if we're only doing it for 24 hours, you'd be amazed at how much brain space you now have left because you're not inundating it with stuff. You're going to be ready for output. The only input that I will allow, I guess a little bit of Netflix, but if you know that that's sort of if you were down activity and you sort of veg out and zone out and then you feel worse after you watch it. Don't do that. But number three, and I found this to be extremely beneficial is you are allowed to consume light fiction. So what I like to call summertime reads. So whatever that's into for you. So nothing like super intense, right? I like like a lot of like chick flicks, like the shopaholic series. I'll put a link to those down below in the show notes. Like I'm talking nice, light, beach summer reads. Maybe you're into romance novels or historical fiction. Nothing that's going to take a lot of brain space per se. The other thing that you can consume because you're like, what am I going to do? If you want to do nonfiction that isn't in your niche and preferably I'm thinking even things like biographies, autobiographies, I think are really great here. Um, because I'm in the business niche, I think that personal development and habit building is a little bit off in this. Um, I could re-listen to like the year of yes. I could listen to big magic or books on creativity. One of my favorite books that helped me get out of a severe burnout rut back in, I believe it was 2018 was actually Pam from the office. She has a book about like being an actor and she had talked about one of the tips that we're going to talk about here about how you're just really creating a body of work and how you have to allow yourself to suck. And again, I have nothing to do with acting, right? Yes, I suppose I show up on this podcast, right? But by consuming that, it really helped get my spark back and it helped me get out of that burnout. So again, number one, we're going to stop consuming. We're definitely going to stop hate reading anyone who's our competition. We're not going to follow them anymore. We're deleting social media, including TikTok, off of our phone for 48 hours. 24, if you're like, oh my goodness, Kate, I can't. Again, just tell everyone you will be back. It's fine. You are, of course, allowed to read some light fiction and some light nonfiction as well. Just something that your brain sort of seek their teeth into. I think that you'll really, really enjoy it. And you'll actually find yourself excited to come back. Okay. The next one. And the reason why I said no social and no TikTok is because usually in the back of your head, will be like, oh man, I should really be creating reels or oh, I should really be creating TikTok for my own business. And then it just, it, it doesn't work. So that's why those are out. The fourth one, and we're actually going to have a whole podcast episode about this coming up soon. So definitely hit subscribe if you haven't already. Give yourself permission for whatever you create to not be perfect. Okay. And I'm actually going to throw a number five in here too and show you how it can be a combination. And that is give yourself some restraints. So by giving yourself not, you know, permission for it not to be perfect, I had been saying for a while, like, oh, I want to create reels. I want to create reels. But like, you know, my hair was never done. I never thought my lighting was done. I never thought my topic was good. I literally, for like a week, 
every single day that I was waiting to pick up the kids, you know, seatbelt on from school, I would just do a reel, just like a quick tip, something that was going on there. Like I gave myself permission for them not to be perfect. And people actually really liked the series. And honestly, it was some ideas that I had shared on the podcast and that I had upcycled and things that I talk about. Or one of them I think was based off of a question that I got in the Facebook group from set of love your list. Okay. So you need to give yourself permission for it not to be perfect. And those restraints that I gave myself, it was just like, you're in a new school pickup line. But really what sparked this give yourself some restraints, honestly box yourself in, is actually based off of a YouTuber that I watched with my kids and her name is Mariah and she does squishy makeovers and art and all this other stuff. And she's done this a couple of times with her squishy makeover challenges where she has to like blindly pick a squishy so she's like not picking what it is. Again, it's these little toys that squish. And she'll like shut her eyes and she'll just pick three things of paint out of her paint bin that she has. And now all of a sudden she's got to get creative with this three parts of paint, right? So maybe for you, some restraints that you're going to have is that you are going to rework a piece of content, right? Maybe your restraint is that you've got 10 minutes to post something from right now. And that's sort of like your big thing. Maybe your restraint that you've got for yourself is that you can't write anything longer than a thousand words. Maybe your restraint, there's just so many different things that we can do here. And so I think that it would be really interesting. And if you're like, oh, I don't, oh God, Kate, that's still not helping. A restraint that I can give you is go back and listen to what to send your list in June. And then your next piece of content that you create, whether it is an email, whether it is a reel, whether it is a TikTok blog post, it's going to be based off of whatever I said for number two. Ha ha ha. So we've got that. So that is your constraint. Number two from last time. And I know what it is because I'm looking at my show notes from last time, but you're not going to know. Number six, and this one, you're going to be like, but Kate, you told us to get off of social media. I'm aware. So you're going to have to time this bad boy out, right? And then just ask your audience what they want to hear. Now, if you have a small audience that you might not get a reply, you can do this again. If you've got a Facebook group, I did it as an Instagram story. But what I did, because I've had Q&A boxes before, like ask me anything, and you only get a couple responses. When I said that I was bringing back the podcast, not only did I have that box that you know, said, like, could you do me a favor? So people love doing you favors. Could you let me know some things you want to hear about or issues that you've been having? But then underneath the box, I actually gave some topics so that way it gave people's brains something to hook onto and think about. So I had some people who had some very like structured, personalized questions. I had some people that just picked the topics. But I think by giving them some buckets to sort of lean into, it helped them give me some more ideas of things to have. And honestly, you'd be surprised about what your audience wants to hear from you about. Um, like I said, one of the biggest ones that I was a little surprised about, um, there's definitely mindset stuff, which wasn't a big surprise, but it was about balancing kid stuff, tech, and about more about being a CEO with ADHD and how, how I sort of handle all of that. So you can get some really interesting topic ideas from your audience. I understand if yours is teeny tiny, you might not have one, but again, anywhere. Just try to ask. Okay. Even if you ask your friend, what would you want to read about? Hey, bestie, if you're enjoying this episode and you're getting anything out of it, I was wondering if you could do me a huge favor. That's only going to take you literally two seconds. Could you go ahead if you're listening to this on iTunes and Spotify and just click the star rating. You can leave five, four, three, one, I guess, if you hated this episode, I understand how it goes and help me reach my goal. I want to reach 200 on iTunes and hundred on Spotify. And I have to tell you, 
we're not so close as of the time that I'm currently recording this uh, plea for you to help me reach my goal. So if you've gotten anything out of this episode or any of the previous episodes, go ahead, give me a virtual high five, high four, high three, and just go ahead and click those stars on wherever you're listening to this podcast. Back to the show. The next one, and I think that seven and eight do kind of go together as well. And that is go outside and if you're physically able, take a walk. So depending on when you're listening to this and depending on the weather outside, you might not be able to. Although if it's like the summertime and it's raining, I mean, as long as it's not thundering and lightning, grab your umbrella because there's just something magical about being outside in the rain, maybe going and having some fun in the rain. That'll definitely work. Um, I'm not one for cold showers, so that's why it's not on the list. But technically, that can jolt your brain uh, into a more creative state. So go outside and take a walk if it is safe. That is one that helps me so much when I need sort of that mini burst. It might not necessarily get me out of that huge ADHD rut, but it definitely can kickstart my day. And I absolutely love it. Going outside, um, somebody that I follow on Instagram, she calls it like, she doesn't call it, she calls it like vitamin outside or something like that. It's just, it's vitamin nature, I believe is what Beth calls it. There's just, there's nothing. There's nothing else like it. So get yourself outside. Eight, which is related to seven, is change up your environment. So I'm currently reading a book, and I'll put a link to it in the show notes in case you guys want to chat with me about it in the DMs on Instagram, Kate underscore Doster. And the book is called Willpower Doesn't Work. It's by Benjamin Hardy, and it's called The Hidden Keys to Success. So this is sort of my lighthearted read because we don't typically talk about this stuff too, too much. And basically, he's talking about how setting goals and relying on willpower isn't going to work, that you need to change your environment. The actual physical environment, like say if you're trying to get healthy, like just not actually buying the junk food or not actually going to the grocery store, um, you know, order your food online if you can and then go ahead and pick it up or have it be delivered. Most places you can order online at no additional cost and you're less likely to have that stuff in the house. But it's also the people that you are hanging around with or virtually hanging around with. Because like I can let you know, I've got like my kids, right? Uh, My husband and maybe like two friends, right? In real life. But I have my online buddies. I have the podcasts that I listen to that I consider them friends. And when you sort of surround yourself with an environment with people that are go-getters, that are ambitious, that are creative, it really does pull your energy up. So he's very much about changing your environment, maybe for you, because so you can't go, you know, to Starbucks to, you know, sit down on your laptop and do stuff because you got two kids and that would just be an absolute nightmare. I feel you on that one. Absolute nightmare. Maybe wherever you work, can you switch up the way your furniture is arranged a little bit? Can you get a new piece of art or, spoiler alert for number nine, make a new piece of art to go in there? Can you tidy up your desk? Maybe you need to do that to change up your environment. Maybe you need to change, I know that sounds so odd, but maybe you just need to change the background on your computer, okay? Maybe, again, closing out all those tabs is going to help you out. So change up not only your virtual environment, but the environment around yourself. And I'll probably have more insights. Maybe we'll do a besties chat. Definitely my listies um, in our listie cast. It's our private podcast for Love Your List members. We're going to have more insights on the book, Willpower Doesn't Work, because I do think it's a very interesting concept because you guys know I'm very much about thoughts and patterns and beliefs. And so this is just an interesting take. Number nine is to do something else creative. So 
I'm not saying like, oh, I usually write a blog post. Let me try to start a podcast. That's not what we're going for here. Or let me create a video. I'm talking about like color in a coloring book. Make that piece of art that you're going to put up wherever you work. Maybe you're into quilting or sewing, or you always wanted to try those things, but you haven't been able to do so. Maybe for you, and I know it's going to sound odd, maybe for you, it's mowing the lawn, right? Like I think that landscaping is super creative, okay? Maybe it is decorating a nook in your office. Maybe you're like me and you love to play instruments. I'm looking at my piles of ukuleles that I've got in my guitar. It's been so long since I play the guitar. The ukulele, I play it all the time. But picking up something and doing something different with your hands, letting your brains go. Maybe it's doodle. Maybe it's draw. Maybe it is free write. Just planting plants like that can 100% be creative. Maybe it's being creative in the kitchen and you're going to do some culinary arts. Maybe it is dancing. Maybe it is playing a video game where you get to make stuff. I've really been into like just drawing on my iPad. I think that that can be really fun. So number nine is to do something else creative, preferably one that is away from the screen where you typically have to sit down and do your work. Number 10 is ask yourself what would be fun to make. Literally, what would be fun to talk about, to make, to do? And sometimes the answer is going to be absolutely nothing because we've all been in that space and you need to forgive yourself for judging yourself for being in that space. But if you can ask yourself, what what would be a little bit fun right now? What could I enjoy doing a tiny bit? And then go ahead and do that. So maybe it's not writing out your whole new sales page that you've been procrastinating on. Maybe for you, something fun would be to make an Instagram story. Go make your Instagram story. Say that that's your fun and creative activity. Literally call it that. Words matter. What we say in our heads matter, okay? It just does. So go ahead and then see where that lies. Another way to do this is how could I make this easier or how could I make this more simple? I was getting a little overwhelmed because I've been out for about two and a half weeks with COVID. Luckily, Abby has been holding down the rafters, but I needed to email my list. I needed to email my students as well. And instead of writing in active campaign, because we still never got over to ConvertKit because I had gotten so sick, I wrote in a simple Google Doc. To me, again, changing that virtual environment just made it easier for some reason to write it. So I did. I actually am a very big fan, actually, of writing things in Notion. Uh, if you go to notion.so, so, so, you can get a free account with that. It's not my affiliate link or anything. I love writing out stuff in Notion because it's just easy to move ideas around. So that'll go also chaining up your virtual environment. I'm not switching my whole team over to Notion or anything like that. I'm just writing out content in it because I like the way that it works. Okay. So what else would be fun? How else can you make things easy? The next one, and we have two more, technically a bonus, and I'll go over all of them as well. I'll probably post a couple on my Instagram as well in case you're like, oh man, I wish this was written down. We'll have a couple over there written down for you. The next one is give yourself permission to step out of your content box dog. I think that this could be just what you need. If you are pigeonholing yourself into only talking about one topic, sometimes there's just only so much that one can like, you know, say, talk about open rates or subject lines or copywriting. Don't get me wrong. I love all those things and I love communication and I love helping you guys with those things. But by boxing yourself in so much to one niche, you can just get sick of it. So what can you do that is adjacent 
to what you talk about. So, you know, if you are somebody that helps with, you know, preschoolers and reading, I don't necessarily know if I would, you know, go over and start talking about health and fitness. I don't think that'll work. But if you wanted to sort of schmear in something that you feel creative about health and fitness, is it that not only are you helping kids learn to read, but it's what foods are best for grain development? Is it how to encourage kids to eat your vegetables with reading? And now all of a sudden you get the idea of like this very hungry caterpillar lesson that you can help people create. Can you see how we gave ourselves permission to just be creative, to just be fun and to step out of the box? We literally did all three in the same one, just by giving us permission to not just have to talk about phonics and not just have to talk about readings and blends and all that sort of stuff. It's like, oh yeah, I love this. How can I weave this in there? Again, if you're talking say about health and fitness, I don't think I'd start talking about business. I don't think that'd really work, but you could probably talk about characteristics of successful people. It's not necessarily about eating or workout plans or all that. It's more personal development, but it's you adjacent. You talk about budgeting, you talk about numbers. It's like, you know what else you need to get a rile on? Or you know what else can actually negatively affect your budget that you wouldn't realize? It's blank. It's time management. It's this, right? And then you can start talking about that. So give yourself permission to step out of the box. You don't always have to be that person. A prime example of that is that um, I have a friend. They started out kind of as like a Facebook ads person. Then they were like the periscopey person. Then there were Facebookies slash memberships or like challenge. No, there were challenges. Then they were like Facebook. So like he has reiterated his business several times. You look at somebody who's a big name, even like an Amy Porterfield, and she's definitely switched. She 100% was just about Facebook ads for so long, which then she transferred into list building, which then from list building, she had gone to webinars and then she had gone to actual courses. And now she talks about time management. Um, she has a very excellent course about that. So, you know, Amy Porterfield, right? Who's like this big known person. Now she has all these different verticals because they all kind of sort of relate to each other. Okay. And so that's something I want to give you permission to step out of the box. And I honestly want to challenge you to talk about something that you don't necessarily talk about. Like we don't necessarily talk about getting out of creative ruts and content and burnout, but you're going to notice we're going to have a lot more of these sort of things because nice people tend to get burnt out and get into ruts. And the last official one, which is number 12, is to journal. Now, I know not everyone's a journaler. Maybe you're a doodler. But maybe there's something that you just kind of need to like go on and just like free write about. Um, I wouldn't necessarily put on the top of the page, why do I feel like I'm in a creative rut? Maybe it's how can I make things more fun? What's going on? Maybe you need to ask yourself, like, you know, how can I win the day? Or what would bring me some joy? Or, hey, in ourself, what do you want to talk about? Okay, there's a million different journal prompts that you can get. And maybe it's not even something around your creativity or in a rut that you're going to journal about. Maybe it's something completely different. Maybe you're going to get out the good old Googles and you're going to do, you know, journal prompts for... Bible study, journal prompts for money mindset, journal prompts for moms, journal prompts for pick for artists, right? Like I think that could be super fun. Journal prompts for artists. I guarantee if we Google search it, we could find something. And then it's going to give your brain a restraint, right? Something to latch onto. And then you're going to go. And so we're going to go ahead and recap our 12 different ways that we have to help try out and really get out of that creative rut slash burnout. 
Number one, 100%, you got to stop consuming and stop comparing. Stop hate reading. Anyone who you consider a competitor, you're not listening to anymore. We're declaring content bankruptcy. We're just, you're not listening to any of those other podcasts besides this one. They're, they're all gone, okay? We are going to delete social media, including the old TikTok Roonies, from your phone for 48 hours, ideally at least 24. I'm telling you, it's going to do you a world of good to just be free from your phone. Number three, read a light fiction book or a nonfiction book that is not in your niche, okay? Super, super important. Again, we talked about biographies, autobiographies. Again, maybe it's something that's sort of habit and personal development because that's not necessarily something that you talk about. Something just lighthearted for your brain to read. And only say to yourself that you've got to read 10 pages. And I think that also helps. Again, give yourself restraints. Number four is to give yourself permission for it not to be perfect, okay? We're going to have a whole podcast episode about how to overcome perfectionism, but still put out high quality work. I think that is super, super important. Number five, you're going to give yourself some type of restraints. Again, 10 page. I've got to do it before I get out of this. I only have three colors of paint to work with. You're going to ask your audience what they want to hear about and give them some topic pillar options as well and tell them to type in their own questions. Go outside and take a walk if you are physically able to. Change up your environment, whether that's what it looks like, the room that you're in, going to Starbucks, getting a new lamp or a picture, something fun. Just change up a little bit. Maybe get some crystals. Who knows? Number nine is to do something else creative. Again, in coloring, painting, music, singing. You might think that you're not creative, but I guarantee you there is something else that you can do, preferably with your hands and your body, that's going to help. Number 10 is just ask yourself what would be fun to make right now. Just what would be fun. How can I make things easier or how can I switch up my digital space or environment? We talked about that for number eight. Number 11 is to give yourself permission to step out of the box. What can you do that is adjacent to what you normally tend to talk about, how you normally do things and go there? And number 12, we had journaling things out. Again, you can search for those prompts online. And number 13, which is the bonus one, if you have it, because I realize that not everyone in this business, um, that could be brand new. We do have some brand new listeners, but most of us are in that messy middle section of business life. Go ahead and read your smile file. So what a smile file is, is anytime somebody says something nice about you, your freebie, they get results on something, they tell you're cool, take a screenshot. You can either put it on a Trello board, you can put it in a Google Doc, you can store a lot on your notes app on your phone if you're an Apple user. You want some central hub of people telling you that you're cool, okay? And if you don't have one yet, start one. Read that. I guarantee you it's going to put you in a good mood. And I know sometimes you're going to be like, oh man, like I just, I can't believe that they honestly said this about me. Like I don't see it. It's okay. They see it. And that's all that matters. So that is it for today on how to be burnout and get out of a creative rut. There's a whole bunch of different suggestions that you can do. Again, do not get overwhelmed. Here's your restraint. Only pick three <laughs> that we talked about here to try out right now. If you just feel like, ugh, I just, I don't, I don't, I'm just, I'm in a summer rut. I'm just, it, things are just burning out feeling. And I will see you all on the next episode. Would you rather crawl across glass naked or have to stand in line at the DMV with Taco Bell tummy? You know what I'm talking about. Then actually have to write an email to your list. I mean, you don't want to come off too salesy and what if you're boring and you don't want to add to all of the noise. And somehow every single week besides the cold sweat, you bust out 
with being finger tied, you know, instead of tongue tied because you're actually typing. Don't you just wish that you could just magically snap your fingers and almost have somebody else write your emails for you? Well, that's exactly what you're going to get when you invest in the email marketing fairy. The email marketing fairy template set is over 50 grab and go newsletters, welcome series, and even an 11 part sales funnel that you can use as an amazing jumping off point to actually write emails that connect with your audience, get replies, and most importantly, get those buy buttons hit. And all you need to do to get your hands on this, along with almost a hundred dollars worth of free bonuses is by heading on over to the email marketing That's right. Head on over to the email and you will never have to awkwardly tell your list. Hey, I know it's been a while ever again. Thank you for having inbox besties in your ear holes today. Why don't we go ahead and make it a regular thing? Go ahead and slap that subscribe button now. And while you're at it, why don't you go ahead and take a screenshot and tag me over on your Instagram stories, Kate underscore Doster, so that way I can give you a shout out for being a bestie of the week. Later days.